0: It's Sean Boyles. Hi. Welcome to the SVP. This episode of the Sean Boyles Podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm. Anchor is where you want to go if you want to do a podcast. Oh, that's right. Go. Download it onto your phone. Download it onto your computer. Download it onto your tablet, your PC, whatever it is you want to do podcasts on. Download the thing onto the thing and then you can start doing a thing they're very easy creation tools make it so it very easily can put together a podcast edit it on the go wherever you're at they upload it to all the major podcast platforms like google Podcasts, apple podcast and so forth and therefore there is that all there of the business Doses. If you do it right, you can make money doing your podcast. A zero audience membership, uh, listenership is needed, meaning you don't have to have a, a large audience. Just a kind in donating audience, uh, an audience that's willing to donate to your cause, and and you can make money. Go to Anchor.fm. Get started today. All right, Anchor. The easiest way to do a podcast. I got dates somewhere around here in in, the, in my thing. Oh, was not ready. Was not ready. Open that folder. Open that. Scroll through that. I'm glad this loop will last fucking 20 minutes. Otherwise, uh, I'm stepping on my own dick here. I got dates. Oh, the big one coming up. Please, please. If you're in earshot and you're in the Bay Area, please come to this show this Saturday night, July 16th, at the Center for the Arts in Castro Valley, California, on the Castro Valley High School campus, a show called Lighten Up with Paul Conyers and Friends, hosted by me, produced by me in conjunction with the Center for the Arts Foundation, or the Castle Valley Arts Foundation, raising money for a new sound system inside the, um, the facility here. Paul Conyers, Pete Munoz, Mean Dave has been replaced by Nina G because Mean Dave got called up to uh, host Cobbs this weekend. And uh, Jeanette Marin and myself, we're going to have a good time. There will be barbecue, food truck before the show, and spirits to purchase. Uh, get your tickets at, uh, oh fuck, you would think I would know. Castle Valley Arts Foundation.org, I think, or CB CV Arts, CB I believe, is where you go to buy your tickets. Get him, get him, get him. We need to sell this bitch out. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, July 20th, Comedy in the Park in San Jose. Oh, we're doing stand up comedy in the park in San Jose. Uh, just added, July 23rd. That's a fucking drive. I can't believe I'm doing the show. I'm doing a show in Mariposa, California like a two and a half hour drive out of the fucking way. Miner's Roadhouse <laughs> in uh, in Mariposa. Uh, August 8th, I'll be doing Lily Max in Sunnyvale. August uh, 9th, the next night, I will be doing Max in Fairfax, California. That's in the North Bay. Uh, August 20th, Pioneer Tamp- Tap Room. Pioneer Tap Room in Fairfield, California. Uh, shit, I forgot to put it in here. August 14th, at Bottom of the Hill, Zed will be playing one of those Sunday afternoon barbecues at Bottom of the Hill. That is August 14th. I need to put that in here. Um, September 20, uh, September 2nd, Hazards will be playing Deke Fest in Seaside, California. September 17th, Hazard's playing the Caravan in San Jose, and then I'll be doing comedy November 11th at The Post in Modesto. God damn, that's far away in time, but that's what we got. Uh, and as always, music heard here on the Sean Boyles Podcast is not owned, copywritten, or licensed by me or the Sean Boyles Podcast. Don't try to sue me. I have no money, and you're just being a dick. Let's do a podcast. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, Burrito, he-do, he-do. I didn't cut my hair. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it yet. I need to cut about six or eight inches off the bottom, and I haven't done it. And uh, I actually, got a few uh, concerned. I got I got some concerns, people, because that's what I named the episode last last week's episode was called "I'm Cutting My Hair," and I am going to cut it, just not cut it all off. And I got people were concerned thinking I was gonna cut it all off <laughs> I'm not doing that uh, not yet anyway waiting for the hairline to go back the hairline goes back a little bit more than it is now with my five head um maybe we maybe we take some take 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 it all out I don't think it's a good look to be balding and have dreads grown down your ass. I don't think that's a good look. People have done it. There's plenty of that plenty out there. Out there in the world doing it. I don't want to be one of those peoples. What's up, Dirty Dirties? Welcome to the podcast, episode 148, I believe. Uh, it is Tuesday evening. I'm trying to get this. Podcast banged out before I have to go pick up the wife from the BART. She's coming in a little later than usual. Um, there's very good possibility that we stop this podcast in the middle of the recording and go get her and come back and finish it. That's probably what's going to happen. We will see. Um, yeah, uh, normal podcast this, this, w- this week. Uh, do a little reaction of the week. Got the earworm. Some uh, recapping of some shows. Uh, You know. I'm ditching the this or that. The this or that is gone. Fuck it. I'm done with that shit. I already ran out of this or (laughs) that. At least ones that I thought were interesting enough for uh, the masses. I could start going down finite roads like, you know, Tommy Lee or Bobby Blotzer. You know. Or, um, you know, we can do some classics, david Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar, not too many people gonna pick Sammy Hagar though, uh, but there's a lot of people that like Sammy, a lot you know they did sell more records with with Sammy than uh you know there's um what else is there on the this or that? shit now I'm thinking about it I'm fucking getting flooded with with ideas, and maybe uh maybe I bring them back, you know. Maybe I do do. I just, to I can't. I, I forget about it and I don't post it on my on my social medias and then get everybody talking about it and then forget to get something ready for the podcast. So maybe it's not over. It's just not happening yet. You know what I mean? Maybe I do. Um, ooh, how about this one, DeWalt. Or Milwaukee. Or do I do... No. Ryobi or Makita. That would be a good one. Ryobi's the cheaper shit though, huh? Makita's definitely the better stuff. Anyway, let's... Let, let, we'll keep it going. Just it ain't gonna happen this week. How about that? Um. So yeah, I... um. So last Thursday we had the B... Uh, the Boyle's bistro blowout we had a good show a thin show thin on audience um the thinnest so far since we've been back in january and i did say that last month but uh this one was even thinner than last month um still the tip jar was still nice enough i was able to get everybody paid i didn't have to come out of pocket which is, if you're producing a show, that's you don't want to have to come out of pocket to get the comics paid, especially if a tip, if it's a tip jar show. Uh, I did have a last minute cancellation. Uh, Chris Nasco couldn't couldn't do the show, so I replaced him with two um, two guest sets. Uh, Leo Perez, who has been asking uh, asking to be on the show a lot. And in, uh, in then Jordan Kirshner did a set. Uh, Tony Sparks did his thing, fucking just funny. He actually did a lot of material, which a lot of material I hadn't even heard because Tony Sparks usually does crowd work almost exclusively. He did a lot of crowd work, but uh, you only do so much crowd work when there's only so much crowd You know what I'm saying? So, um... (laughs) Um... So... We, uh... I'm I'm checking a text in the middle of recording, and I don't know why I'm doing that, and I'm getting distracted. Um... Let me get out of there. Why? Why? Why did I check that? Why did I do that? Why did I do that to myself? Why would I do that? I'm trying to check my notes. Know what I'm talking about? Um, but yeah, we had a good show. We had a good show. Um, uh, Zach Lord had a good set. Everybody had good sets. Um, just I was a little concerned about the uh, Jackie Pearl. I, shout out to Jackie Pearl. So enthusiastic about like comedy and doing shows, she lives in Sacramento, she fucking drives to fucking Hell and Gone to do shows, you know, I, I don't, there is something to be said, there's a handful of comics in the Bay Area that live in the Central Valley that are just fucking savages when it comes to driving across Northern California to do shows, and beyond. I mean, they're just like you'll see their date and they're literally everywhere doing shows. And here I'm complaining about driving a fucking a couple hours away and they're just constantly every week putting hours plus in the vehicle to do uh to do comedy shows. So so shout out to Jackie Pearl in uh, her enthusiasm for comedy. She did tell me she's retired, so She's got time to do it, so that's awesome, and I'm jealous because I've already, I'm mentally prepared to have to work until I drop dead, <laughs> I was having that conversation with a good friend of mine just last night, Um, actually we'll get into that in a minute, I um, but yeah, just a good show, good show overall, just good vibes, it's, you know... What can I say? I thank the Bistro for letting us do comedy in their place when they're a music venue. So, uh, and then, uh, so that was Thursday night, Friday night. I had a rehears- uh, first rehearsal with Hazards in a long time. Hazards hadn't uh, gotten in the room in a few weeks. Uh, and, uh, we got in there and worked on new musics. And, uh, not to, um uh, not to pat myself on the back, but, uh. A new song that I wrote, so that was cool. Uh, they're stoked on the tune, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll see what Gilly comes up with uh, with the vocals, but uh, he was already doing some scratch, scratchy ideas on top of what we were doing. They were a little concerned that the song's only a minute long. And I said, well, I mean, does it feel like it's saying what it needs to say musically? Does it need more? Does it, you know, do we need to go through another round of another riff? I don't know. I kind of feel like it's saying what it needs to say, even though it's only a minute long, you know. Um, so uh, we will see how it goes. But it, as of now, it's sort of sitting the way I wrote it. And um uh, and that's that's a sign of a good tune i guess when uh you come up with something and they're not uh wanting to change it too much there's a little bit of change a little bit of you know maybe hey maybe we you know do this you know we morph this a little bit or we change this part you know my super minor though you know what i mean so uh stoked on that and then saturday um Again, I've been working, just working nonstop. Just uh, had to pull off of one job to uh, do another job for a couple of days because these people were having their floors done. And we'll get to that in a minute because that turned into a fucking nightmare. God damn. Uh, I don't even want to – I'm getting mad about it already, and it fucking it was something that really got me upset. Um, But uh, uh, uh so Saturday night – uh, so this this show that we're doing this coming Saturday at the Center for the Arts in Castor Valley. Uh, this is the Castro Valley Arts Foundation, and they're trying to raise money for the PA system that is inside the theater. I finally saw it, and it sucks. It's... <laughs> I own more PA equipment than what is in this 500-seat... A uh, theater. I actually have more PA equipment than what is in this 500 seat theater, so they definitely need to upgrade this system. Um, so uh, apparently they've purchased a the system. They're just trying to uh, get their money back with some fundraising, which I don't blame them. Uh, so uh, this 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 past Saturday they had um. They had a Fleetwood Mac tribute band playing. And so they set up like they're going to set up for Saturday. They have uh, lots of tables and chairs out in front of the theater. And uh, if you have your ticket, you can come into the little uh, barricaded area there and have uh, some food truck food and have dinner. And then you have – and they got some some beverages. You can have beverages. Good times had by all. I showed up for the dinner portion and sort of walked around table to table and doing a little schmoozing and 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 being uh being charming and trying to entice people to buy tickets for um for the comedy show and most seemed into it especially after I got them laughing and you know let them know what we're doing and um you know I told them it's going to be a, a grown up show. You know, fuck the kids. And that seemed to get everybody laughing because when you say fuck the kids, you know, it's like, oh, Jesus, you know. That's a harsh thing to say, but we understand what you're saying. Because I think it's the kids that ruined the PA system that's in the... <laughs> I think they've been... You know, it's a joke I made with a few people. I think I think the kids been going in there and playing their hippity-hop on the sa- sound system and they're too loud. And... uh I got some laughs. So, um, so yeah. Hopefully, we got a, tur- uh, a a good turnout. There's like 120 pre sales last time I checked, which was only a couple of days ago. Um, so, eh, you know, at a a place that holds 500, um, 120 folks is not not enough. So we gotta we gotta get get some people in there hopefully it and i I, I tried to tell them that you know comedy comedy audiences tend to buy their tickets a little bit closer or last minute, and hopefully hopefully that comes to fruition, but we will see uh but I actually I had a comedy gig that night, so I went there that was at five, so I was there from like five to about six thirty um uh, I needed to go to San Jose I had a gig. But first, I needed to stop at the at the Hazards rehearsal room because I had left my wallet there from the night before. Um, so I shot out there, grabbed my wallet, and then shot to a place called Red Zone in, um, shit, it's almost Milpitas, like super northern part of San Jose. In fact, many were questioning whether or not we were even in San Jose because um, it is that close to being Milpitas, and I uh, had a comedy show, that, uh, a brand new room uh, that Pete Munoz is running. And it went good. Although there was some issues with the PA right away. So uh, apparently Pete didn't check the system. Apparently they have a system set up there. And it's a karaoke sort of setup, And there's wireless mics. I always cringe about a wireless mic. But, um... As soon as we, st- uh, as soon as Pete started, he kind of had something like this going on. There was severe echo and reverb on the voice when we were doing the show, and I went over to the system to try to figure out how to shut it off. I could not. There's a mixer, a mixer that I've seen a thousand times before. And nothing looks like it's plugged into the mixer, although it is lit up and there's two things plugged in. But what's plugged in, I don't know like what, it didn't look like any of those channels were even being used. All the faders were down. There was only the main volume up. Uh, Fortunately, one of the waitresses actually knew how to run that system and she started turning some knobs and she got the, uh, the reverb and the echo off of the mics but the mics seem to have like a they seem to have like a noise gate on them which uh i think I, d- I described noise gates before on on the podcast here but uh and there's various types um you know some are specific frequency some are actual just kind of background noise that'll get cut off and then you got to be so loud to get the mic on basically uh and then some of them are so that it doesn't distort it'll cut the thing off because things are too loud going in and a couple comics have you know, nice big deep voices and big deep voices seem to have uh seem to be you know shutting off the thing so um and then my loud ass just held the mic down by my belly and just yelled and didn't really need the PA. Um, so, but a, uh, a fine show nonetheless. A good turnout there. And hopefully they keep that going and it ends up being a thing. So, sort of like, I don't know. They had like Asian fusion food. And uh, all the waitresses were Asian. And uh, the co-owner came out. And he was Asian. It was all Asian. And I did my my jokes about my Japanese wife and got a good response being an ally, apparently, I don't know, I have no idea if that's how they saw me, probably not, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was, um, that was Saturday, what did I do Sunday, just worked, oh, just non-stop, dude, it's non-stop, um, I go back to this job that the the floors were done and uh, I could go back in there. And uh, so this is this is yesterday. This is Monday. And I show up now. I had left a roll of tape with the woman, uh, the, the, the homeowner there. And I had told her, you know, if you have any concerns or if you see anything that looks a little wonky out of the stuff that I've done, you know, just, you know, put a little piece of tape and I will address it, take care of it, fix it. What have you? This bitch. No. <laughs> um. Basically, it looked like you guys. You you know a uh, uh, rip. Ta- you know who Rip Taylor is. He's sort of a, a little funny guy person. I don't know if he's a comedian or I don't. Who the. F- I don't know what his actual job was, but. Very funny dude, definitely gay as fuck, but didn't matter. He was just funny, and he always threw confetti around he was that was his thing he had he would throw confetti and glitter um woman put blue tape on everything as if Rip Taylor had thrown confetti all over the wall Now, she was concerned about drips on the wall. And nicks and dings in door casings, um, blemishes in the walls, uh, just like all kinds of like like old plaster that had built up weird from filling cracks in in years past. And she was just very upset, and she was like, "I can't believe you know that this is the work that you think is passable. This is this is terrible work." Um this all needs to be redone. And she's pointing out drips and I'm like, "Well, that's that's not me. That's old. That's old drips from years past. Nope, this is you. You did this. This wasn't here before. I've lived in this house for a thousand years. We painted this house the last time ourselves. We had no drips on anything." I'm like, "Yeah, but your daughter lived in here for the last 20 years and they've painted a bunch." So this is old stuff. This isn't me. Nope, this is you. You did this. You need to fix all this. We told you we... that was. I sprayed all the casings in the doors and everything, as you do. We told you we didn't want anything sprayed. This is why we didn't want anything sprayed, because of these drips. There was a series of drips in a closet. And there was a little couple of drips on a door... And there was, you know, a few here and there on some casings. Totally my bad. Those were my drips. But 90% of the other drips that were getting pointed out, and nicks, and dings, and blemishes, and um, old nail heads that have been painted over a thousand times. She didn't understand why I didn't take those out. I'm like, well, they've been painted over a bunch, and if I take this out, I got to... There's a big hole usually and, you know, we didn't discuss all these things that you're asking me to take care of. Uh, We did not discuss the the finite detail in which you want. I can do that. I did not bid for that. Uh, You said you just needed a basic paint job and this is what we did. You know, if you're expecting everything to look absolutely brand new, like it was built when it originally got put in here, we have a lot of work to do. And I'm not gonna be able to do that. Um, I did not bid for that, and but um, and then very condescending the way she was going about showing me uh, all the concerns. First of all, the guys that redid the floor, the floors looked great, but I had painted the baseboards. The baseboards were fucked. They were they they did a number on the baseboards that I painted. So. She said she would take care of that. I don't see that happening. Um I have 2 rooms left in this in this house. Um I have about a grand total of the job, I probably have a quarter of the job left. I spent yesterday and today fixing very minor blemishes and things definitely took care of all the stuff that that were actually my, you know, my oversights, but, um, just a lot of just really nitpicky, like severely, severely nitpicky and done in such a way that was, uh, condescending and belittling. I did not appreciate at all. Um, um, and then like as I'm fixing stuff and starting to go on, you know, I I I got fucking really really upset. I kept it together in front of the woman, but I was fucking fuming. I was fucking fuming. I had to go and sit in the van for at least 5 minutes and just sort of breathe and calm down. I was ready to light her fucking house on fire. I was so fucking pissed. I've never been talked to like that by anybody. Um, you know, questioning whether I know what I'm doing as far as my work is concerned. Um, and then a couple of days ago, I had heard her yelling at a contractor on the phone. And then there was another contractor there, uh, Uh, Yesterday That came in for a minute And she started yelling at him too So um, It's not me It's this woman I'm going through the house I got got maybe a couple hours tomorrow Of fixing a couple of extra things I'm going to fix all those baseboards That got fucked up And then I'm walking I'm walking I'm not going to finish this job I've been paid for about two thirds of the bid um I have like i said I got maybe a quarter of the the total house um left to do there's two rooms left uh and they're gonna have to find somebody else to do it i'm not gonna finish it i'm gonna go and they're out of t- and then the other th- they're out of town, and even if I did finish, I would not be getting paid for this job for another three weeks um i cannot i can't afford that and i can't afford the um the stress of um, the stress of, of of finishing it and 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 ho- and, and not knowing whether they're going to be satisfied with it or not um and just you know second guessing every little thing that i'm doing whether okay well is this is this a blemish that she's going to see cuz she didn't see it before is she going to see this one now or should i just fix you know i've literally like out of all the shit that she put tape on that was a concern there's another 40% of ding dang's drips blemishes whatever cuz it's an old fucking house this house was built in the 40s And it's got, you know, layers and layers. Some of these walls are plaster. Yes, plaster. And there's oil base way underneath there. So it's like, I'm going to finish a couple things tomorrow. I'm going to get my tools out of there. Lock up the house. Drop the key in the mail slot and send a text saying find somebody else to finish your house. <sighs> it's it's too it's too much stress for me to take cuz cuz if I try to finish it, I got something I got to start on Thursday. I got another job I'm supposed to start on Thursday. I am I'm, I'm behind on this job as it is and now she added all the stuff to fix. I can't I It's going to stress me out too much to reschedule all my other shit and then take care of this place and then get paid my balance that I'm owed for finishing the whole thing. It's just... uh, I'm going to save my mind and save my sanity and just fucking walk. I'm going to eat... I don't know. Maybe a day's worth of of work Money wise But I'd rather do that Than stress on Trying to reschedule everything It's just not fucking It's not fucking worth it Absolutely not worth my fucking time And stress And like I said dude I was so fucking mad It um It takes a lot to get me that fucking pissed off And um this lady fucking did it, man. She got me there. She got me really fucking heated. Uh all right, let's um, let's move on. Ah oh, that's the wrong game the shot. stop that. Sorry about that. We want this one. Where is this? Is that the right one? There we go. Sorry. Wow. What did I just listen to? Oh, my lord. Um, What am I doing? Oh, I got to pull up the song now. Okay. Uh, every, uh, every week I've tried to react to a song on the Billboard Hot 100, be it that I'm a fan of heavy music, metal, hardcore 90s hip hop, um, outlaw country, 70s funk. The pop charts of the modern day is foreign waters to me. So, uh, I like to check in and see what, what's cracking. Uh, this week, I think this is the number eight song in the country. Um, Little Beyonce. We got a new Beyonce song. It's called "Break My Soul." Let's see what Queen B doing. going for the going for the club club banger gay club banger let's be specific like she's not opening her mouth up to sing. everybody release
1: release the That sound like KRS one. People in the house trying to smoke with the yak in your mouth, and we back outside. We set you outside, but you ain't that outside. Worldwide hoodie with the mask outside, in case you forgot how we act outside. Be rapping, yo.
0: Hey, she's uh, bringing in a lot of cool elements, at least you know. There's the uh, the total disco beat vibe. There's a sample running through it, which is like you know '90s hip hop. You know, she's actually rapping in there. You know, but this song actually dropped. It was higher in the charts last week than it was this week. What does that mean to break your soul? sample or did they do something original for the track I don't know it totally sounds like K-R-S-1 but I don't think it's K-R-S-1 alright B Uh, not I mean not a terrible song I guess. I don't know. Duh. I mean, I wouldn't listen. It's nothing I would listen to. Nothing I would buy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a fan of that kind of music. But, well put together, I guess. You know. At, le- at least it's not, you know, no 808 hi-hat and fucking 808 kicks, tuned kicks. It's no uh it's not modern hip hop, that's for sure. It's a dance track, definitely a dance track. And I mean, she's one of the best singers that has ever been, right? So can't fuck with that. Um there's a Whitney Houston vibe to to that song too, but maybe there's a a tip of the hat. Someone posted uh on Facebook uh, uh a little while ago. Did I talk about the greatest they were talking about greatest singers? And uh did I talk about that? Um they were saying if um they said greatest singers ever and it was like Ronnie James Dio and and, and Rob Halford and I'm like, are you saying in metal only, rock and metal only? Because those guys are great, but they're not the greatest singers ever. Because if you don't have fucking Aretha Franklin and Freddie Mercury on your list, and if they're not one and two interchangeably, then your list is fucking retarded you know how you you don't have ears and you don't understand what good singing is um i love ronnie james dio ronnie james dio is that's my first concert i ever went to uh he's my favorite metal vocalist um everything he sang on was phenomenal top notch will make the hair stand up on the back of my neck just fucking powerful just amazing Halford the metal god um, brought the high pitch hold the orb scream made it fashionable for metal Um, do all the songs have to be in a lower key (laughs) yes now that he's fucking in his 70s I think but, I mean, you're going to compare those guys to Freddie Mercury and fucking Aretha Franklin as far as the best ever? Stop it! In fact, I put Beyonce on my list before those two guys. That's right. I think, and there's no particular order, but before Halford and Ronnie James Dio, Definitely. So Mercury, Aretha Franklin, fucking probably throw Christina Aguilera, Beyonce, Mariah Carey. Um. Fuck. I don't know. Trying to think of uh, a male singer that is up there with those that caliber. Um, Boy George? Nah, maybe not. Boy George. I don't think he's got the range. Um, well, Pavarotti? No, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, there's a quite a lot of. People I would put ahead of, but they're then you know they're next. You know what I mean. Now, this is different than my favorite. Okay, I think a lot of people confuse their favorite for the best. When you say the best of anything, you have to be a little bit uh, objective and just look things, look at things in a objective manner and take into consideration a lot of other things and take your own personal taste out. Even though it is art and everybody's going to look at it differently, there are some fucking checkpoints to be had that can make you know something you know well a good singer, a good singer has a a, just a pleasant tone to their voice and they're able to in a virtuosic way hit a lot of notes. You know, either with the riffing or just, you know, the melodies that they've written or fucking hitting a high note and keeping it held there for a long time, it's like there's some there's technique and talent and 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 skill involved in being a really 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 good singer. I am a fucking terrible singer. I can't sing for dog shit. I'm awful. And when I do sing, it sounds like there's some sort of... something lodged in my throat. I don't... leftover semen or a frog or my own tongue? I don't know. But there's definitely a... (laughs) Definitely not a good tone that comes out of my voice when I sing. At least I don't feel like it is. But a good singer, you can hear a good singer. And um, like I said, and, and that goes with anything, you know. My favorite drummers versus who I think is the best drummer are not necessarily one and the same. My favorite drummer, Dennis Chambers. Is he the best drummer in the world nah I don't know arguably arguably but you know there's fucking that that Virgil Donati guy's fucking pretty amazing and then there's, there's Vinnie Caluda fucking Caliuta's a fucking motherfucker you know but Dennis just does it for me because his pocket's deeper anyway. Don't conflate the best with your favorite. It's not the same. It could be the same, but not necessarily. All right, let's um, let's get the flock out of here.
1: Earworm of the week.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dirties of all ages, thank you for checking out the podcast yet again this week. Um, Yeah, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Check some shit out. Um, Go to wherever you listen to, wherever you're getting my podcast from, and uh, leave a review, leave a rating, please. Uh, This week's Earworm of the Week... (laughs) Uh, a good song I I dug this song but this was probably the last gas of um, greatness for this band before they sort of fizzled out and became um, not really a big deal for anybody anymore and um, the genre got gobbled up by uh, the Seattle sound Uh, I believe this is like 89 maybe 88, I forget when this came out, 88 or 89 I would say, for the good old uh, good old Don Dockin and the boys, we got a little Dockin, a song called Burning Like a Flame, your earworm of the week, thanks for checking me out guys, yet another week, uh, be good, keep it dirty, and I'll see you dick stains next week.
1: Never thought our love would last for so long.